rocks in the car getting dumb high We be laughing in slow-mo All she really wants is fries in the mud pie But the supermarket is closed, closed, closed It's all jokes, good times when you come by Something special, I know, no, no One half of the time it's a gunfight The other half are taking off clothes, clothes, clothes And there will come a time when we're slowing down We'll hold on to memories, memories Till then let's wreck and hold it down I love when you're telling me, telling me One day We'll think of these moments Cause I'm Just like this and this the little things Matt, what's going on? Hey Mike, how are ya? We've got some sports, sports news, some big stuff uh, Things are going, man, things are going Things are going. Yeah, we got actual sports news to talk about for the first time, for an entire episode, for the first time in a long time. Um, I, th- I thought you just lost, lost yourself there. Um, yeah, we got a full episode of sports news. But Matt, it's the return of our favorite segment. We haven't done it in like 12 episodes. Today in sports history, June 5th, go. We're just very selective about when we do this. Um we only do it so that we can bring up funny shit. Today's Robert Kraft's birthday, which means he'll be heading to Jupiter, Florida for a nice little uh, rub down. Um, might finish here, might finish there, you know, see how it goes. I knew you were going with that one and I knew you were going to make a joke and it's still, it's just, yeah. You are very welcome. Okay. Uh, mine <laughs> mine is, in 1955, Mickey Mantle hit his 550th home run off of Billy Pierce of the Chicago something or other. Probably the White Sox. Um, yeah, who knows? Today's Wars history is back. Probably see it again in three weeks. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, Probably not. Probably. Let's be honest. I mean... <laughs> It's not misguided our fellow listeners. Yeah. Uh, speaking of misguiding fellow listeners, back in March, we did say that we had a monthly co-host and we let him slip for two months before he came back on. But guess what, folks? It's a new month. It's June. That means Get him back. That means it's the return of Tyler Starkey, who does not know we're calling him in. So fingers crossed. We handle this very well. Fingers crossed. Here we go. If he doesn't answer, this is going to be really embarrassing. I, I don't know what you're asking, dude. What's up? Stark. Are you playing Call of Duty right now? I am not right now at my dad's house, but I'll probably play later. Okay. We've got, I got Matt here. We're, so, we're, we're bringing you back. This is, this is your month, your, your oh, June. This is my month? <laughs> this is your June return. June debut. Yep, you're, you're back. Like basketball, I will come back. You will. Um, yeah, so we wanted to, wanted to get you back and at least get your thoughts on everyone's favorite segment, UFC nickname Pick'em. I'm in on that, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, so this is for Stark and Matt. Got UFC. Wait, wait am, I, am I on live right now? Yeah, you're on live right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we decided right before we hit record, we're going to call you up and see what we got. So it's going very well. It's going. We were. I mean, you answered, so that's that's good. Yeah, hey, um, Mr. Reliable, they call me. They call you other things too. I don't know what else. Um, all right. Uh, kind of rude. First, first matchup we got here. We got Bruce Leroy versus the Dream. Who you guys like? The Dream. We go Bruce Leroy. Oh boy! In honor of Bruce Lee. Matt is on a hot streak with this right now. I will say. Yeah, well. And Stark. Run the heater, baby. Stark, you're still winless, if I remember, but. Ooh. Thanks, um, Jesus. The dream's a sick nickname. It, it just implies that you're bigger than life. I, I like Bruce Leroy. It implies you're asleep. Damn. Got you there. I might put it that way. I'm kind of questioning my decision. Oh, do it. I already highlighted it on the dock. It's in. It's in ink. Um, it's over. Next one we got. We got Spartan versus Boom. Uh, boom, because I'm thinking like a hammer fist. And Spartan just reminds me of Michigan State getting wrecked. Hammerfist. We got UFC terms going on in here. I love it. Matt, who you like? I'm going with Spartan. Are you just are you just uh, standing or hedging your bets against? Um... No, this is not do the. This segment is not do the opposite of what Tyler does. It's pick them up based off of their nickname. I'm picking them based off okay. of their. Nickname. I just want to make sure you're not just fading Starkey for the for the possible results. Well, he's not good at this segment, but at the same time, his he picks shitty nicknames, so... Yeah. Any response there, Ty? No, I, just, I think Matt's been a little rude today. He clearly didn't get enough sleep. Um, <laughs> I'm a little yeah. I'm a little sleepy. Just, I'm sorry. Come back and we do the segment, dog. No. <laughs> We're going to keep it rolling. This one is the, the nickname matchup of the night. We got Kid Dynamite versus Coconut Bombs. With a Z. Oh. Oh, man. That's fire. I'm going coconut bombs. Coconut bombs for starters. I will second that. G- give me the bombs. And yeah. Give me the nut bombs. I love it. Yeah. That's that's the that's the only choice there. Kid Dynamite's a great nickname. It's just you're running into a brick wall there against coconut bombs. Yeah. I mean, I might have taken that against some other ones, but. Yeah. All yeah, right. Am I really defeated? That sucks. Yeah. Hey, good chance to get on the horse here. Matt was de- defeated as well. And then, just going to break the seal. Yeah, just got to get one. Defeated's an attitude. Just got to get one. So, I see one go in. It's over. Yep. Just like LeBron, like and, style. LeBron in the 2008 playoffs against the Pistons. Deep cut reference there. Nice. Um, nice, dude. All right, last one. We got the Lioness versus Phenom. Go ahead, Bianco. I'm uh, gonna go lioness on this one. Phenom is just like a little self-grandizing. I don't I'm not crazy about it. Lioness is probably the best, better than two. All right, all right. So we got two agreements and two two uh, anti-agreements, disagreements. That's the word. I'm on fire tonight with my references and words. Mike, Mike's taking a couple days off from podcasting. We need to bring him back. Yeah, it's... And he forgot the English language. Well, I forget that yep. on a daily basis from time to time. So, Wait, for, on a daily basis from time to time? Yeah. From time to time on a <laughs> daily basis. <laughs> Fuck you guys. 
All right, man. Um, Stark, we don't want to keep you too much if, we, if you're you're busy, but um, give me give me. What the fuck? You're gonna kick him off? We, he's, he's a coach. I do have to go eat dinner. But I, I, give me so Stark. Give me one sentence on the NBA coming back. Go. Period. Love it, avoid comma. The plague. Avoid the plague. <laughs> I like it. Comma, comma. I like it. I like it. All right, sorry. We'll let you go. We'll have you on again before the NBA kicks back up in July. Um, so we'll see you in a month. All right, fellas. Sounds good. I'll catch you guys later. See you, bud. See you, Stark. Monthly co-host Tyler Sharkey. You know what? We should just get him out of the way early in the month so we don't have to talk to him for another 30 days. That's spoken like a great friend. I love that kid. <laughs> Absolutely love the kid. <laughs> All right, so... It shows. Folks, before we get back to the podcast, one of Matt and I's favorite things about Three Walls and the BLP is shouting out our close personal friends that are doing amazing things, especially those that have already been on our podcast. So without further ado, please check out Doctor's Orders Podcast. It's hosted by former guest Jordan Aarons and his co-host, Olivia Stranges. It is your prescription for two parts health, one part mixology, and a garnish of pop culture. Listen to them as they chat with friends, family, athletes, and other special guests about their own medical experiences, healthcare, and learn a little bit about the history of cocktails. Hosted by medical providers, but not your medical providers, check out Doctor's Orders Podcast on your favorite streaming service for podcasts or doctorsorderspodcast.com today. Remember, Doctor's Orders. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type out Starkey's quote there because that's just great. Love it. Comma, avoid the plague. Um, I love how I have to now edit out your loud key pressing. This, this laptop's like 12 years old. I mean, I'm lucky that the key Can we get you a new one? We're making money now. The podcast is in the green. It's true. Shout out to Anchor, our first sponsor, presenting sponsor. Uh, appreciate you guys. Love you. Um, all right. We kind of alluded to this. We got sports news coming back. We're going to talk some NHL, some NBA a little bit, um, and some MLB. We're going to save a lot of the NBA for when Starkey comes back on later. But NHL and MLB are kind of right up in our wheelhouses, I think, to get some deep dives into it. Um, but we're going to start with the NHL because I think this is our favorite sport collectively as a pod. Favorite playoff sport. Yes, I'm sorry. Should have, should have specified. Um, so the NHL is coming back. We don't know when. We don't know where. Um, but they have playoff brackets. The regular season's over. So what they're doing is they're doing a 16 – no. 16 teams from each conference in the playoffs. Uh, Top four seeds are going to play round robins to determine seedings. Um, For the Eastern Conference, that's the Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers. For the Western Conference, that's the Blues, the Avalanche, the Knights, and Dallas. Um, Then there's going to be – an opening round play in tournament that's going to be best of five. And then everything else is best of seven going forward. So Matt, uh, first of all, how happy are you that we're going to have playoff hockey? I'm so excited. I'm, you know, this was on top of March madness, not being around. This was the one thing that I was probably most torn up about. Like the idea of maybe we won't have an NHL playoff. I was really, really upset. Were you more upset about this or the masters? 
this, okay. this. That's what I thought. I yep. just wanted to make sure. It's be, so, and it's just based off of volume. Yeah. I mean, you have more opportunities to watch games with the playoffs. Like the Masters is unbelievable. It's only four days. I probably pay attention and watch too. Yeah. So, just you know, selfishly, I want more. Yeah, I agree. more is always better. <laughs> I agree. Um, so yeah, I was I was pretty upset with this, and also just you know, the Blue Jackets have been scrappy like this year, and you know, if, the way they played last year in the playoffs, like you really just don't know. And as a Blue Jackets fan, they get in like it would been, it just would have been fun. And now they have a chance. Um, they get to play, a, you know, a good Toronto team, which we. We wanted to play last year. We finally get an opportunity and kind of see what happens. I think, you know, it kind of matches up strength on strength, like some pretty strong forward play um, with everybody healthy on the Blue Jackets now. They can kind of match up with uh, Toronto. And um, it just kind of leads into an exciting, an exciting, uh, you know, trail to the cup. And, you know, a lot of familiar teams, a lot of, a lot of familiar teams, but you just, you get a hot goalie, you get on a little bit of run and anything can happen. So the NHL playoffs is fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, kind of take, take, you know, mind off of um, some stuff that's going on and just like gives you some distractions. And, you know, sports is always good for that. And, you know, the NHL for me this time of year, it's, it's the best of the best. Yeah. I, I mean, this is definitely my favorite playoffs too. I think if you had to ask 20 sports fans, I think, 17 or 18 will say the NHL playoffs are the best um, just because it's what's at stake and how tough and grinding and grueling these games are. And I think the thing, you know, it sucks that this season was postponed and suspended and everything like that. But I think the thing that's going to add some intrigue to these playoffs is you're going to get mostly healthy teams going into the playoffs, which is exciting. But I think, you know, you're kind of losing that thing where like you get these teams that are just limping in and, they get hot and they have no real business getting as far as they did. And they're just, you know, playing with house money. But I think NHL wants their stars in the playoffs. They want everybody healthy. They want some good competition. And I think that's, that makes for some exciting stuff. Obviously it's going to be played with no fans. They're talking about two hub cities Um, that hasn't been decided yet. There's a couple options out there. I think my prediction is it's going to be um, Vegas and then, one of the Canadian cities, whether it be Toronto, Edmonton, or Vancouver. Um, because from what I've heard, it's a lot cheaper to put NHL games on in Canada. And the NHL is losing a lot of money right now. I think they're down a billy. Yeah. So, Ooh. so they're going to be looking to save some, some pennies here. But, Matt, looking at the first round matchups, or the play-in round matchups, excuse me, which um, series outside of the Blue Jackets one – Gets you most excited and most most looking forward to it. Um, I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go on the western side of things. That Calgary Colorado series looks awesome. There are some stars. There are some young stars on both those teams. Calgary Winnipeg, you mean? Oh, am I looking at the wrong one? That was last year. Yeah. Man, I'm doing a I'm doing a great job. You just cut this whole fucking thing. I'm out. I quit. I'm done. Um. <laughs> Let me refresh here, because uh, that is not what I was going to say. Um, you want me to just list them off here and you no, can tell I me got, what you like? I got it. I got it. Struggling today. Um, Sorry, it's our first live show in a while. I know. No guess. Let's go Buffalo-Philly, actually. 
Um, nope, I'm not not a matchup either. What the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Buffalo is not in the playoffs, and Philly is a buy into the second round. Jesus <laughs> Christ, the fuck am I looking at? All right, I'll I'll give mine while you I'm figure out. this I'm out. Cutting all of this, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, all right. Do you have the right one up now? Because I can just rephrase the question. I do. I do. All right. I'll tell so you Matt. what. I'm not looking forward to Minnesota playing Nashville. Just fuck both those teams. <laughs> also, not a matchup. <laughs> it's also fuck not a matchup. Looking at. Oh my god. I, I quit. <laughs> just call Starkey back. Have an episode with him. I'm fucking out of here. No, no. We're not doing that. All right. I'm going to read off the Western Conference matchups. You tell me what you like, all right? <laughs> no, because I don't even know what's going on now. All right. Calgary Let's playing see. Winnipeg, and yes. the Oilers are playing Chicago. Correct. You're on fire. The Canucks are playing Minnesota. All right. So here, at 1645, this is when I ask the question again. 1645. No, I'm not cutting all this. This is hilarious. All right. We'll cut that. <laughs> cut that then. No, not cutting anything. All right. So which, which matchup do you like out of the West? I like me versus trying to work a computer. <laughs> right now they're up three. Computer's up 3-0. <laughs> computer's up 3-0 first period. I'm getting shellacked. Oh, boy. Yeah, not good. It's all right. Give me Toronto Columbus. Let's go. You cut in and out on your That's matchup. Fine. Toronto and Columbus. What? Just take over the segment. All right. I like the I'm Edmonton done. Chicago series just because it's kind of the young guns coming into playing against the team that kind of dominated the early part of the decade. Um, Edmonton. You know, you kind of look at them, you see all the talent that they have with McDavid, Dreisaitl, all the young talent, all the other guys. Nugent Hopkins is on that team, I think. Uh, Taylor Hall's not there anymore. But you kind of look at them and you think they're they're good for in the regular season. And when is McDavid going to take that step and really assert himself in the playoffs where, where it matters? And I think going up against a Chicago team that just snuck in, that they thought their season was over, um, you still got Patty Kane, you still got Jonathan Tate, you still got Duncan Keith, Brent Seabrook, Corey Crawford, a lot of guys that have multiple cups. I think that's a really exciting matchup to watch, kind of the new guard versus the the old guys. Um, so that's what I like out of the West. Um, and then out of the East, I think I think Islanders Panthers is one to watch. Um, Islanders kind of came out hot to start the season kind of were running away with the Metro for a little bit. Then they kind of came back down to earth and the Panthers last, uh, what was it? A couple of years ago, they made a little bit of a run, but I kind of want to see how the Islanders bounce back from kind of a disappointing end to the season. See if they can string together some wins and get, get to the second round. But what are your thoughts? Um, I also like Carolina and the Rangers, you know, the Rangers kind of, you know, they got some young talent, um, at the beginning of the year and some free agency and have, you know, they still have Hank, one of the best to ever do it. Um, and then that Carolina team that was just a shocker last year in the playoffs, like one of the most exciting teams down the stretch. 
Um, I think that could really start off that, you know, that series can go seven. It can have some overtime games and be really, really fun to watch. No, what, what matchup, what first, first round matchup do you like? To get out of the West or just series? Like we're, like we definitely didn't get there yet. Um, yeah, I can't really steal your thunder with what you said, but, um, you know, watching Taves going up, up against McDavid and some of those teams in, you know, Chicago of the last decade that, you know, had, you know, three of the best teams to, <laughs> to ever play and just some serious, serious talent. And that one's pretty good too. Um, also Arizona, yeah. who I think got hot late and has some extremely young talent against Nashville that seems to always be there. Um, that can be a fun, that could be a fun series as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Nashville, they're just the model of consistency right now for the NHL. Um, I mean, they fired their coach mid season, which is kind of crazy for how good they've been and how, I mean, also shows that their expectations are now through the roof that they're in the coast and then kind of start taking steps back. It's like, all right, we're perennial Western conference power, but we're not showing They probably have less business being in the plus than the Hawks right now. Um, but you know, it doesn't matter if you get a hot goalie and some, some good defense in front of them. You can go as far as you want. Um, but all right. So Eastern conference, who do you like coming out of it to play for the cup? They've been so good. They've been so good all year. I hate that. I'm going to say it, but probably Boston, probably Boston. Um, just, like you, you have a blank slate going in right now, and that is they're going to be healthy. It's probably the most talented team from top to bottom. Um, you know, their goalie showed a lot last year through the playoffs, making so many strides. Like if Pekka gets hot, they're probably coming out, and it pains me to say it because I fucking hate Boston, but <laughs> um, the Bruins, the Bruins will probably get there, and honestly. I'd love to see him going up, go up against Colorado because Colorado is two of my favorite young players in the league, and I think they're exceptional. McKinnon and Landeskog. McKinnon and uh, uh, Miko. Oh, Rantanen. Rantanen. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see Colorado get back to the to the Cup final. Um, I also would like to see Dallas come out of come out of the West because I feel like they've been kind of under the radar in the West. And I also selfishly put a futures bet on them to win the cup at plus seventeen thousand, seventeen, seventeen hundred. Hold on, did we ever talk about? Did we ever talk about our futures bets for the cup for this year? I think you mentioned it early in the season. Did I tell you? Did I tell you who I put the future? Yeah, bet they're on? in last place. They were, it was paying out. It was paying out pretty well, but uh, yeah, San Jose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did talk about this, and they came last. Just, just a dumpster fire out there. But yeah, <laughs> um, you going into the league? I mean, they, they've been in the playoffs for what six straight years or something crazy like that. They have the two best defensemen, I think, in the game. And yeah. oh boy, yeah, but losing Patty Marlowe and Joe Pavelski is tough. Did not help. Plus no. their goalie. Their goalie is just a sieve right now, and yeah. oh boy! Um, All right, so you like then, you like Boston and Colorado, right? That would so, be my that would be Colorado's like my dream, um, but I actually think uh, it. The West is a yeah, buzzsaw. 
I mean, I the East is a pretty big bus stop too, but more so top heavy. The West, I could see any of the top eight teams making a run. I can't even see Winnipeg. Yeah, being eight healthy. or nine, sorry. I should have yeah. said nine. Yeah. I mean, even having Winnipeg healthy, like, honest to God, all it takes is you to get hot. And, like, you can't tell me at 12 you don't think Chicago heck could. They're healthy. Oh, no, they absolutely could. They're healthy. And they're talented. And they're veteran players. They absolutely could. I mean, anyone, flip a coin. Flip a 12-sided dice if you have that somewhere. All right, Matt. So, give me your Stanley Cup champs this time, or not this time, in October, whenever the season is going to end. Who's holding the cup? Um, I might go out on a limb here. Um, so my Stanley Cup final is Boston versus Colorado. Give me the Avalanche. Give me the Avalanche. I'd like to see them win. Um, we got a lot of young talent. Real cool city. Um, you know, a lot, pretty pretty strong history of a team. You know, team history there. Love to see them win another one. I think they do it. Yeah, very strong history for a team that's only about like 25 years old. I mean, they were the Nordiques beforehand, but basically just being Colorado Avalanche, they're pretty young for having two cups. Um, all right, so you like the Avalanche. I think it's going to be Tampa versus Tampa versus Dallas. And I think I – like, I mean, I like Dallas and Philly because I bet on them, but I think Dallas has an actual chance, and I think Tampa is just going to be a machine in the East – I think it's going to come down to Tampa, Boston in the East, but um, I think I think Tampa gets it done this year. I think they hold the cup. I think they're going to be driven by the failure of last year, the ridicule, the embarrassment, and just run roughshod through the playoffs. Hopefully a nice little seven-game Stanley Cup final series maybe goes to overtime in game seven. I love that. Game seven. I, I miss being able to say that we have a game seven. I just got it's coming race. back. It's coming back. We just have just to wait a little bit back. longer. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, all right. So Matt's got the avalanche. I got the lightning. We'll come back to this once the season, once the playoffs get rolling. And as they get rolling, we'll talk about them some more. Um, all right, moving on. We're going to talk NBA when Starkey comes back on in July. Uh, but exciting to see that they're – they have a date in place, so they've got dates. I like dates. They've got dates and teams, so I like dates. Dates and teams, a couple. I think they got like eight, eight regular Is it season eight games. Eight or eleven? Sure, up seating, which eleven gets them to their eight. TV minimum. That's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, well, so actually, I think it is eleven because I think they're going to do eight regular season games to determine seating, and then there's going to be a play in tournament for like the eight nine teams like those the two teams that finish eight and nine are gonna play probably the best of three that's cool which will get them to 11 i'm good with that it's all about the money um so yeah they got 22 teams going to orlando to figure it out uh and then the draft is in october new season starts december 1st which is when basketball should start yeah should start in december i'm okay with that around christmas shouldn't shouldn't start in october Um, season so Two two teams or two leagues that are gonna probably, you know, finish up their season. Let's get to the third because you and I both agree on this topic, which is Mike. There will be nope. no baseball season. None. None. I don't see it happening. It's absolutely craziness. We've got billionaires fighting with millionaires over millions of dollars in a time where each side thinks that the fan and fans in the public are going to take the other their side 
when we are not going to take sides. We just want to see sports. We're just going to, you know, we're not going to side with the billionaires. We're not going to side with the millionaires. Yeah. We're going to side with the sport. We want to see something. There's not, granted, baseball isn't the most exciting thing in the world, but there's something about like a sum, summertime midday game. You go there with your buddies. You get a few drinks, hot dogs, dollar dog night. Oh, fire me up with a dollar <laughs> dog night. Um, it's just it's something about that. that. That's the thing with baseball. It's the experience of going to the ballpark. It's not a, it's not something you watch on TV. Um, but there's not going to be that because the MLB and the MLBPA keep on fighting over contracts of the players. They agreed to a prorated deal where they're going to take a portion of their salary for the players based on however many games they've played. And then MLB was like, well, we're already losing this much money. We need you guys to take an even bigger pay cut, which makes sense from a business standpoint. You're going to play less games. You're going to be – you're losing a lot of money. You want to, you don't want to pay everybody their full salary, and these guys are making hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. fully guaranteed. But I also makes it makes sense from the players' aspect to be like, no, yeah. we already agreed to this. We signed contracts. We collectively bargained for these contracts. And we already took are agreeing to take a cut to get the games out there because they want to play. The players want to play. It's more of a fact where like the owners are being like, we're going to make money regardless. We're going to try and save some money here. So we don't really care. Um, and it just seems like they're so far apart on terms, what they want to do, things like that, that I just can't see it coming to a revelation or a re- not revelation. Yeah. Resolution. It's so, words. it's so, it's, this is captivating to me because if you look at baseball, like they, you know, they're probably, their popularity has been dropping over the past couple of years because of just, you know, it's a long season. It's a long game. Um, you know, there's so many of them that if you don't go, it's like, Hey, I can go to the next one as a fan. I get it. They had every opportunity to really captivate their, like their fandom again, by being able to have a season with everything that's going on. Like I, I guarantee people, whatever the capacity or whatever, you know, mandates they have to have at the stadium, but they would draw a crowd. And now they're, now they're on the verge of not even having a season probably the most pit, like complete 180 of a shift where they could have the same thing, the same conversation we have with the NFL draft, how they completely dropped the ball about like being able to captivate and polarize all of their fans. They shit the bet. Baseball's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. In, a, In much a much worse, worse fashion. fashion, like absolutely horrible. Cause there was a time when all of this started that baseball was the thing that was going to come up, come back first. They were going to do, you know, hub cities in Florida, Texas, Arizona, whatever. And they were going to play in small stadiums with no fans, put teams up in their spring training facilities yeah. and just let it roll. And to get to from that to where it is now, where the teams, the, the two sides are on super far opposite ends of the spectrum. It's, it it's baffling to me. I mean, I mean, they could have made so much headway so gotten so much clout with the fans and gotten so many fans back on their side in this time because you would have had seven to eight games a day on tv right now when there's nothing on tv you're you're gonna sell advertising money outside out the wazoo they just signed a brand new apparel deal with nike to sponsor their uniforms which nike's 
I mean, Nike's not really taking a hit, but baseball's taking a hit because they're not showing the swoosh on TV every single night yeah. for 162 games, however many. And it's just it's it's really crazy to see how far this deal and these two sides mm-hmm. have come. Because like you said, they had they had every opportunity to capture the audience and get people back on baseball's side and be like, you know, well, baseball's here, NBA is still figuring their shit out, NFL, nobody knows what's going on. NBA or whatever other sports i don't know what i said what what leagues i said (laughs) um so they could have they could have endeared themselves to the fans and been like hey we're doing everything we can to get you guys the product on the field and it's not the case right now it's 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 crazy it's it's just an all or nothing everything right now is so all or nothing and instead of saying hey you know we could probably capture 80 percent of the revenue we would have got this year in light of everything that's gone on with, you know, the virus and, you know, quarantine and all that, you have to take that as a win. You have to take that as a win because zero is absolute failure. And you're about to have it. You're about to have it. And yeah. I can't I can't really blame the players because okay, you you that that's your job. Like you are entitled you you are entitled to demand a salary from from that. Um I think a lot of this comes on to the owners, man. I do. I do. And I hate to point a finger because I understand it's a business. They're running a business and they want to make their money because at the end of the day, that is their livelihood. That I get it. I, I 100% yeah. get it. But I think it's their fault because they should have just a little bit or half or three quarters is a whole lot better than nothing. But they didn't see it that way. No. And you also look at these owners – a lot of these guys aren't making all of their bucks based on owning the team. They have other businesses. They have other things going on that they're still getting a revenue. They're still putting yeah. some, some stuff in their pocket where these players are only going to get paid right. if there's a season. They're getting paid based on the games that they play. I mean, some of them have sponsorship deals, but baseball sponsorship deals aren't the same no. as football or basketball. So they're still making something, but they're not making what they should. Like uh, Trout has a $400 million contract that's super front-loaded, He's just going to miss a year. Like they've already said this year is going to count towards your salary, like your contracts. So if these guys that are, it also comes down to the guys that are in contract years that are playing for their next big deal. Like JT Romuto, the catcher for the Phillies is a free agent after this season. And the Phillies have a huge question about whether or not they're going to sign him to a long-term deal or not. And they thought that they were going to be able to work it out in the season because they could negotiate with how he's playing, stuff like that. But, now, it, it, way it's turning right now, there's not going to be a season. You're just going to lose a, a year of a guy that you traded uh, King's ransom for, and he could sign anyway. It's a shame. It's going to crazy. You know, you might look back in 2020, and it might be the downfall of baseball in America. Yeah, it, I mean, they've already, they've been. It's such an uphill battle for them right now with how young and exciting and awesome yeah. all the other sports leagues are. And they're just they're old man yelling at clouds, not willing to change yeah. anything, anything. And I mean, it's it sucks. It, it absolutely sucks. I mean, baseball's not one of my favorite sports leagues, but I love watching baseball. Like, like we said, the experience of going to a game is second to none. I think you have more fun at a baseball game than you do at any other sporting event. Really, maybe different. I I will but, say. Um... Outside of college football, which is, you know, I'm unbelievably biased towards going to a baseball game is my favorite sport. 
you're outside. Usually you pick a day. The weather's nice. And you're with a bunch of people that you love. Like you usually go with your family or your friends. You know, food's good. You know, it's a, you're outside. It's a social you're outside in the it's, summer. It's like going it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. No. It sucks. It's, it's, it's a shame because, you know, these owners are getting greedy and they're saying, you know, we're going to make money regardless if we have a season or not. I think some owners have come out and said, like anonymous owners have said, we, we aren't pushing for a season. We don't care. At this point, it's too far gone. And I think like MLB originally said like an 81 game season, players came back and were like, yeah, that's fine. Pro rated deals, whatever, pay cuts, but still pay, yeah. make a good amount of money. And then MLB came back and they're like, no, 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 we're actually going to do 50 and you guys are going to have to take an even bigger pay cut, which would mean like the league minimum salary would be cut to like 27,000, some, some absurdly yeah. low number, which for a pro athlete is embarrassing. Like you, if you're a pro athlete, the last man on the bench or the first highest paid guy, you're making good money. Yeah. And so they were like 50 games, huge pay cuts. Players are like, fuck that. No fucking way. And I give the players a lot of credit. They're taking it to the public forum. They're saying the owners are screwing this. They're saying that we have to take all this money out. We're trying to fight to get a season going, but we're fighting with these big wig billionaires. And the players just went back with a another proposal for 114 games with the notion, like the thought process of the owners are going to say no to that, but they'll counter with 81, which was the original yeah. deal that they wanted. So it was really like an offer to get a second a counter offer, and MLB is like, nope, we're wow. not going to make another offer. That's it. Wow. So it's it's craziness, and the, the thing that really sucks for these teams is yeah. all the minor league players, the guys yeah. that are making no money, are you there? that now are just like teams are sh- shutting down, teams are closing, not closing, but are you know, ceasing you operations. These guys that are just playing for like the love of the game to get to the Good chance, big man. leagues and they just hold want on a chance. to that dream. Um, yeah, it's all gone. I mean, there's a uh, you know at the end of the day, it is a business, but you know people's lives and you you know the double A, the triple A, single A players, you know they need this, and that's who it hurts. And you won't see it, you won't hear about it. Like you're never going to see the face of the person that it hurts, but it hurts a lot of people. Um, unfortunately too, I mean, yeah, it's business you have the, the opportunity to negotiate this stuff. And, um, it's just sad. I mean, it's sad. They have every right to do it. I'm just sad and disappointed that that's probably what's going to happen and we have to see it. But I mean, what are you going to do uh, at the end of the day? It's not, it's not up to me. I'll voice my opinion, but I got other sports to go watch. And unfortunately just now this just drives an even bigger divide between the sports and, you want to know what's wrong with baseball? That mindset, that ideal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, if, if we get the NBA, the NHL and the NFL season going off right now, I'm not going to remember that there wasn't not a baseball season in 2020. Like if there wasn't an, if the NBA season stopped at the regular season and then didn't have the playoffs, they had to just cancel the league. That would be like monumental. Like you would remember that. Same with the NFL, same with the NHL. But it's just something about the MLB and baseball that they're just so far behind the times and in everybody's minds that if they don't have it, I don't really care. Like, yeah, I'll miss going to games, but I'm not going to 
think back 10 years from now and be like, oh, remember the 2020 season no, that didn't happen? No. There was, there was the lockout year in 94 that nobody cares about. Um, or well, 93, the season ended. And then 94, it was shortened. But nobody talks about that because nobody cares. And like the NHL lockout, people talk about, well, they have them like every three years because it's a time-honored tradition. But they, er, people remember it, they talk about it, the NBA lockout, the NFL lockout, like these major leagues that shut down for periods of time, it reverberates throughout the society yeah. of, of Americans. But baseball, who cares? See ya. Could be the downfall of baseball so, in this country, it man. Sucks. Could be. Could be. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised but, if it was. Um, and you know what? They did it, they did it to they themselves. Did. So. The owners. The owners in the league, not the players. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? Hopefully we'll come back and hopefully somebody will say, um, you know, something will happen. We'll be like, you know what? We were wrong. Um, but until then, we'll uh, sit back and and watch the other sports. That's all I can really, really say. Kind of want to maybe end on that. Yeah, we got we got sport we got live sports this weekend with UFC. We got golf coming back next weekend. NBA has dates in mind. NFL is moving towards op- like just opening training camps for whenever like facilities are opening tomorrow. I saw the Eagles and Steelers can coaches can go. Ohio into State the facilities football comes finally. back on Monday. The players are ready to come back. Um, you know, all things are trending in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good news. We got sports trending in the right direction we got sports coming back we got sports on it's not the same as what it is but it's something that's all we asked for we just wanted something and shout out to all the sports and leagues and owners and commissioners and everything like that that are doing everything they can to get us that product back because they they know like dana white in the ufc they he knows people want to see these fights they want to see something he's also trying to match up with the contract to get a certain amount of fights on espn but i'm not going to talk about that because he's doing the damn thing and getting the thing on the product. He bought a friggin' Island to put this, yeah. put these things on. And my bold prediction with UFC 250, there's going to be the first fight at fight Island is going to be announced Saturday night. So tune into that. Well, I might, I to. might, it's, it's pay-per-view. I might, you might, it's a pay-per-view. It's not the best card. It's a good card. I'm going to buy it because I'm a close to a diehard, but, uh, we'll talk about it on the pod next week because I got to give the results of the UFC nickname Pick'em. Um, see who, see if Matt's keeping that winning record or if Starkey can get off the schneid. But yeah, Matt, that's all I got, man. We got we got we got good news on the horizon. Mike, it was an honor. It wasn't our smoothest episode, but it's good to be back. Uh, looking forward to doing this again with you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Stay safe out there, guys. Take it easy. Thanks. See ya. Now you in the news.